again. This deal still hasn't closed. <laughs> I don't look. I don't care if it takes a couple of weeks. Here's what I could do without news every single day. Every day there's news. Every day yeah. there's this little subtle change, a little something. There's something I have not written about nor seen elsewhere, but there was a story this morning that some small number of individual plaintiffs have actually petitioned the Supreme Court in the United States yeah. to block the steal. i got to tell you something. Whatever you think of the Supreme Court, and my feelings are very negative, they're not blocking this. No, no, no. This, the... that it's Hail Mary of Hail Marys. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yes. That, the Supreme Court side is not going to happen. Mm-mm. Now watch it turn around and be like, they're going to announce today. Yeah, we'll hear it. And we'll we'll make a ruling by June 30th of 2024. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know. But these are the laziest people on earth. They're not doing that. It would be. Whatever. <sighs> so the, the, the TLDR for people who don't watch this stuff, which is probably a smart thing for your insanity, is Microsoft and the CMA met in front of a judge yesterday. Microsoft and CMA seem like old golfing buddies at this point. They're like, yeah, 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 we're going to get this through. We all agree, blah, 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 blah. And the judge is like, that sounds great. But until we have it officially documented in paper and you've gone through the steps, we can't just rubber stamp this. And so that rubber right. stamping is going to take another, looks like four to six weeks, something like that. Well, or, you know, the CMA and Microsoft disagree in the meantime, yeah. uh, I believe. Right. So this is sort of unprecedented for all of the stupidity around the CMA. I guess the one thing that has basically never happened, you know, if it has, it's been very rare, is for them to issue a decision, which I think they just call a final decision or whatever the term mm-hmm. is, and then change it later. This is usually yeah. it, <laughs> you know. Um, there's a lot of indication that uh, they feel stupid. Yeah. The thing is, it's like, at this point, nothing, the deal will close. It's just a matter of which date on the calendar it's officially going to close. So, Yes. And I... I, I I also feel like there are indications that Microsoft came back to them with whatever concessions, obviously related to cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. They could give away the farm on that one. Who cares? You yeah, know? exactly. And um, the UK was like, or the CMA was like, yeah, this does it. But you have to do the formal review. Right. Obviously. Handshakes don't close $68 yeah. billion dollar deals. Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. So. So anyways, yeah, now we just time. twiddle our thumbs, wait for them to figure out what the legal process is to be to get this finalized. And then here's uh, what I think happened. Uh, they, the CMA went back to Microsoft and said, yes. And then they set a timer for two weeks so it could look like they did something. Yeah. And then they'll, you know, they'll say yes. I think that's basically what's happening. So we'll see. Yep. Either way. Uh, the, the other interesting thing, you know, this is going to close, by the way. Because it was around June 30th, and I find this fascinating just because this is the stuff mm-hmm. I find fascinating. Warren Buffett bought, uh, it was like 14 million shares of Activision <laughs> for what looks like a price around like the mid to low 80s. And Microsoft's yeah. going to pay 95 bucks. So when this closes, he's probably going to, or Berkshire Hathaway, I should say, is going to mm-hmm. rake in over probably $100 million before taxes. Warren Buffett is going to do what Warren Buffett does. Well, this is money. the market saying, look, it's yep. uh, this is going to close. We know it's going to close. And they're... I'm sure he is a KG investor that is worthy of his reputation. This one's fairly obvious. Um, yeah, well, yeah I know. mean, I mean, can you look and be like, all right, so we know this is going to close. It's in the mid eighties. We do this. We'll make a hundred million dollars in eight, eight weeks. Not, not a bad summer. Yeah, I wish I had thought of this. Of course I didn't have that money to invest. You know, it's like the Steve Martin joke, how to, you know, make a million dollars in real estate. It's like first get a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> really like, easy. Look yep. So anyways, um, that is the sort of news that is coming through on 
whatever yeah. that. But Paul Theron, I believe you have some news as well. Yeah, this is a weird one for me because it's been in the works for months, and um, and wow, <laughs> it's kind of finally happening. So. Yeah, unfortunately, it requires a bit of backstory. I won't beat it to death because you can read about it on the site today. But uh, when I, the reason I came to the company I've been working for for the past eight years is that the company I worked for previously, which was Penton, this giant conglomerate horribleness, in 2014 uh, fired our two most important liaisons with Microsoft. Well, I'm sorry, one of them was the most important and the other one was actually my most important editor. And then um, that was probably in April of that year. And then in September, October, fired everyone else except for me and Rod Trent. And uh, they said, don't worry, your job's secure. Um, in my department, I should say, in what was Windows IT Pro. And um, they just killed the, they just killed it. And they were basically just going to bring in uh, people they could pay next to nothing to keep stories going and mm -hmm. you know turn it into a, a story mill or whatever. And so that second, I was like, yeah, I'm not staying. And I looked at different things, but I ended up, uh, Jeff James, a good friend and former coworker from you know Penn, was working with George at BWW and uh, said, hey, we should talk to you. You know, we did. And um, I, I don't know how explicit I've ever discussed this partnership that I've had with George, but I was technically a co-owner in the company, but I was a very minority part. And I, the, the basic deal was I got burned so bad by Penton, I didn't want that to happen again. I lost 15 years of content that I had created for the super site for Windows. And I just I just said, look, I can't do this again. I can't go into this and know that this is going to happen to me. I, I, I can't. Like, this has to be mine in some way. So we structured this such that if things ever fell apart, if I ever wanted to go, that I could have it, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, you know, because you were there at the time, but um, we were we were flying pretty high in 2020, and uh, we were there was all kinds of things going on, which I shouldn't discuss because it's not you know, it's private information, but the business, but things were looking great, and then the pandemic happened, and um, and you know better than anyone else the way the company was structured. I mean, we have on the Throt side a kind of premium membership, which is great in advertising, and on the Petri side, it was a lot of sponsorships, um, mm -hmm. uh, big companies. Um, that made up a big chunk of our revenue and um, that stuff disappeared overnight and never really recovered. And, um, he, you know, George, you know, he's the money guy, you know, he's looking, so he goes, you know, this thing we talked about, this might make sense now because we can run leaner on our side and you can, you know, with whatever the revenues are through ads and, and premium on your side, I mean, this might make more sense to you than it does you know, for the bigger company. And so, we, you know, we talked about it. I was like, okay, I, this was always going to happen. I, I, I was thinking like maybe after Kelly graduated, you know, from college or whatever, but, you know, you get kind of lazy and um, whatever it is. So we've been working toward that uh, this year. Um, technically, we legally transitioned the company to me back in March. There's a lot of back-end stuff, partners, uh, you know, for all of the back-end machinations that I just don't want to get into and who, who would care. So it's taken longer than we both wanted. Um, but, you know, we kind of emerge on the other side and it's um, it's super positive, I think, for both of us. We're still, you know, George and I are always going to be friends and partners to some capacity. But, um, you know, you uh, are kind of split between us in a small way. Laurent is split between us in a big way. Mm -hmm. uh, Russell is still going to publish his stuff each week on my site. And, um, you know, it's, it's still, it's kind of, you know, I mean, you're still part of the family, right? You left the company. Yeah, you know, this kind of family-like situation we have. It's yep. a lot like the Fast and the Furious, except mm -hmm. he's the rock. And um, 
Vin Diesel or something. I don't know. Anyway, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's you know it's scary, right? But um, going through all the numbers and and I, you know I think it's it, I think it makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it, I also think you know a lot of people you see Toronto.com, you think this is me, and it, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was a company. And, um, now it is me and it's a company, but it's me, you know, and my wife and Stephanie's more involved now as well in the back kind of business side of it. I get, we go for walks every day and she starts talking about SEO or which articles did best this week. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) You know, like I used to bore you with my work. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing too, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get some, I, I think, uh, now that I'm sort of doing the business side, I'm going to, you know, you know, I, how I am, I'm super transparent about everything. I'm going to, I've already written, started some articles rather about some of the back end stuff, you know, how moderation works and what that looks like. And so, you know, what people see and what I see. And so they understand, you know, what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of fun, you know, but, uh, it's, uh, as we record this, we we haven't quite, you know, the announcement hasn't gone out yet. That will happen today before this goes live hopefully uh and we are also starting a new newsletter uh the newsletter stuff is a little tough because to do it the way we were doing it was prohibitively expensive for me Mm -hmm. um and i have partnered with jr Raphael, who's a guy i've known virtually for many years i don't know him personally but um i was delighted to finally meet him uh lisa laporte from twit kind of connected us because i'd gone to her for advice you know i've known her for years right so she's great with the business stuff I went to her to talk about alternatives of, you know, things and she recommended him. Um, so he's going to be handling the newsletter with Chris Hoffman, another guy I super respect. You probably know him from uh, how to geek. Um, mm-hmm. it's a great guy. And, and you know, that it's interesting. It's going to be a different schedule and a different style than what I write. And, and I've been reading Raphael, uh, J.R. Raphael stuff for years. So he has, he's a very upbeat, you know, kind of informative person. It's great. It's a different style than me. I am downbeat and not informative, I guess is what I mean by that. Um, so <laughs> the newsletter will be quite different. Um, but I think people are going to love it. It's going to be super useful and uh, really well done. And um, so we'll see. I know it's different. So there's going to be that freakishness for some people. But um, I think it's going to work out great. So Poof. the big step. Yeah. It's a good so, step, though. Yeah. I mean, for, for most people i would say uh no one would notice a thing right yeah at some point the little copyright trademark thing at the bottom of the site will change <laughs> and but as far as the site goes it's going to be basically uh, not basically it's going to be literally the same you mm-hmm. haven't noticed we've been doing it since march right um so you know i i mean i don't get paid anymore i mean that's a little different but um <laughs> you know it's uh yeah it's interesting it's scary but it's um I don't but know. I feel like it's this is a good, like, I hate to say yes. end, end goal because end goal signifies that it's the end, but it's really not. But now you are in complete control of your destiny and your content, yes. which is a, it big, was a deal. big Yeah, there was a big question when I left Penton about, because uh, I talked to a couple of different web publications. And it was like, do I want to be part of something? You know, I do. I, I sort of, um, I, people like me don't get to retire. I'm going to write. I write. I don't crush rocks for a living, right? So I can do this for a long time. And, um, and I love what I do. Like I'm obviously, I hope it's obvious that I'm passionate about it. So I always, I always sort of saw myself as, you know, sole proprietor of something at the end anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I, I know the end is a tough word. I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like I'm cresting toward retirement or something, but I, I think I was always going to end up like this, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I got, like I said, I got comfortable. Like it was going great. And I love all those guys. 
And uh, I, I, it was important to me when we set, set out that we structure this such that I could get out when I wanted to because I was because mm-hmm. of what happened before. But then I got in. I'm like, I don't want, you know, it's great. So we're all going to be, you know, we're all good. Everything's, you know, we're all friends and we always will be. So, yeah, I was actually with George a couple of weeks ago. Even. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's the thing. And that's what that's what I mean. Like, it's hard if you don't have this kind of experience at work. And I think most people don't. Right. Yeah. Which they don't. That's uh, it's it. I, the only way I can describe it is a family. And um, and that's not even fair. A family is just I, I want that to have that kind of, you know, that correct emotional thing. The problem with the word family is you don't get to pick your family. Right. And I think the neat thing about this is we got to pick our family, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, you know, it's nice. It is. Well, that makes sense. We look forward to the future. Yeah. Well, I'm I looking guess. forward to the present. I need this. Today is the the scary transition. <laughs> right. uh, there's some technical back end stuff for the newsletters on the site, which will be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, bear with us as we get through Transitions that. Transitions are always challenging. It doesn't matter if it's your kid going from basic yeah. school to elementary school or whatever. That's or right. Whatever. It, always... And it doesn't matter if it's antagonistic or friendly. You still have to do it, <laughs> you know, and, and that's why it's taken so long, right? Mm-hmm. We both of us are completely on board with what's happening. And, uh, man, does it just been little roadblocks with every single company we deal with. It does whatever they do for us, right? So we're getting there. I will point out this transition is pretty easy because I just hit a button. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs>